Hey gang, Wonder Rob here, and Shop's here too. This podcast is part of the Geek So To Speak network. Visit GeekSoToSpeak.com for our full podcast lineup. Aww, yeah! It's time for another episode of the comic book kaiju i am your host vactor and i have a very special friend on the line my original co-host of the geekland podcast all the way from blank tennessee mr chrissy How are how's you? it going how's it going excellent doing quite well doing quite well i am uh, not knoxville tennessee ah. I am very pleased to have Mr. Eaton on the line because, like I said, Chris Eaton was my very first co-host that I ever had on Geekland, and that was my very first uh, solo podcast because I had done an Xbox podcast before that, but that was my first solo one. So let's, I want to get all into that history as well as where Mr. Eaton has been since then, Uh, but before we do that, let's just tell our listeners that they can always leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever one your heart desires, um, wherever you're listening to it now. As well as, if you're on YouTube, leave us a review down below. Let us know what you'd like to hear about on the Comic Book Kaiju. We always appreciate that. Um, and don't forget to subscribe if you're not subscribed so far. Um, but let's get right into it. Subscribe, click the bell, do all the things. That's the thing that we love to say. Uh, Mr. Eaton. I'm yes, sir. very curious. Let's start off with your comic book origin story first. How did you get into comics and what kind of drew you to that? It's an interesting question. Um, I'm into two, like two big things in my life. have always been comics and pro wrestling. And I couldn't really tell you when I got into either one um, because I don't remember a time when I wasn't. So I've just, it's sort of always been, kind of running in the background of my life really uh comics anyway and uh that's one of the ways i i started uh, reading pretty early on and one of the reasons for that was was comics Uh, i'd get comics and be able to you know learn how to read and everything like that so i've always they've always kind of been around me really nice very nice um and so we met up kind of i would say around college age right for... It was 07? Yes. I believe. Yes, that's right. 07. Uh, I had just moved. I had started college in 04, and then I moved to Memphis in 07, and was just looking for, you know, people that are into the same... You, you look for people who are the same kind of weird <laughs> as you are, and and um, ended up finding Mr. Vactor. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time... I was going by my middle name, Justin Vector, and now I've kind of, I've gone back to my first name, and the reason why specifically was because my my wife, when I met her, uh, I just asked her, hey, which name do you like better? And she said, Trent, your first name. Uh, Well, then that's the name (laughs) then. I mean. I also like, I like to kind of combine, okay, the people who knew me as Justin and the people who knew me as Trent just call me Vector, so that doesn't. There's no confusion. Split the difference. Um, so gotcha. that, that is my uh, naming convention. But when we met, like I said, I was Justin. And was it Facebook or MySpace? MySpace. Okay, it was MySpace. Holy crap. Because we're yes. old. Uh, we, found, <laughs> we, we found that we were both in the same city, both like comics. Mm-hmm. 
and had just moved yeah, there. Right. So you were the one who reached out to me, if I don't, if I recall correctly, and then I believe that's correct. Yeah, were 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 you looking to start a podcast? I can't remember at that time. Podcasting, it was around, but it was a fairly new innovation, um, which. I mean, really just goes back to old radio right. shows, but nonetheless, um, and was looking for a way to talk about this stuff that I, I love, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, podcasting definitely, I, I believe I was listening at the time to comic geek speak, yes. which I think we both listened yes. to and fanboy radio, which I don't, I don't think that exists yeah, anymore, so. but I was listening to both of those. And, uh, and so I wanted to do something like that to, to, you know, get around a, a table or something like that with your friends and, and discuss comics yes. sounded like the best thing in the world. So, so that's what I set out to do. Nice. That is, uh, the exact same for me. And, and we hooked up in Memphis, got together, formed Geekland mm -hmm. because of the connection to Graceland. That was the naming convention. Uh, we did Geekland. I think we were fairly successful as far as. We did what we wanted to do, talked in the comic shop every week, and then we both uh, went separate ways. I moved back to Arizona, um, and you moved to – where did you go from Memphis? I went back home. Uh, I went back to a little town called McKenzie. Right. If any of you listening out there know where it is, I'm very surprised. There's nothing <laughs> there uh, except for except for Bethel University, which is where I started college. So I went back there, and – proceeded to get a job uh, substitute teaching during the day, working at Walmart in the evenings for many years uh, until I got my, my full-time job that I have now. But that's sort of the snapping away, like you talk about. Um, I tried to keep up with sort of nerd culture, but, uh, you know, what was going on maybe in the comics. But I, I as far as reading week to week, uh, that ended pretty much when I graduated because I wasn't near a comic mm -hmm. shop and, and uh, we didn't have the app readers that we have, you know, nowadays right. and, and even the, the systems by which we'd find them on the off falling off the back of a truck weren't as sophisticated as they are right. now. So it just became something that I tried to stay at least peripherally aware of, but uh, I wasn't participating in as much. Yeah. And so you got snapped away much like myself. And then very recently within the last, year or so, I would say I've been trying to come back from the snapping <clears throat> and get back to where I was reading weekly, knowing what's going on. Right. Uh, for you, what was that like? When, when did you kind of get that itch or that urge again to get back into comics? Well, I'd, I'd had it ever since that, you know, we, we had like digital comics become a, a mainstream kind of thing and, and, a, and a, a very easily accessible thing. And so that was one of the processes. But the other thing was that um, I had moved again. And once once I got settled here, then I I said, well, I'm settled now. And I'd, I'd like to get back into some of this stuff, you know, check back in, see where it is, get uh, aware of it again and everything like that. Just life life sort of speeds up and, and you lose track of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to sort of get get back a hold of that. Yeah. And up to this point, we're, we are currently recording this in July of 2022. Um, what comics have you been reading recently that you've been kind of starting your journey back in? Right. Uh, Hickman's yes. X-Men. Yes. Um, I really, 
I just finished uh, what is it? House of X, House of X, and Powers of Ten. Right, just finished that. It's a real kind of a mind bender, Uh, not unlike how I felt when I read Morrison's New X Men, which is like one of my favorite runs of comics ever. So that I've really been following closely. Uh, I haven't yet uh, dived back into DC. So as much, it's mainly been Marvel, but I, I am sort of keeping aware of what they're doing uh, over in DC. I just haven't dove back into that side of the pool. Yeah, yet. that's actually. But the the Hickman X Men is one of the things that's like, oh, I want to I want to keep track yes. of all this. That's actually very similar to me. I've been diving in, especially because I have a Marvel Unlimited subscription, and it has been mm-hmm. like a game changer. Kind of like when Netflix first kind of went digital and streaming, it was like. Right, just having access to everything, and not having to worry about mm-hmm. um, anything, and then kind of the way it's organized, the user interface is is real nice, real slick. So I've been jumping headfirst into Marvel, and I did the same thing with Hickman's um, X Men, and then very recently, like within the last week or two, I've been delving a little bit, dipping my toe into DC with Tom Taylor's Nightwing, um, which I I want to put out some some more content about because I would say dang it's it's a toss up between House of X uh Powers of 10 and Hick, um Tom Taylor's Nightwing those are my favorite things I've read this year so I'll check that yes, Nightwing book 100% um it it has that very Peter Parker Spider-Man feel to it um uh, with Dick Grayson okay. so okay. yeah very very highly recommend that <clears throat> um but I think like I said we're we're kind of We've been on diverging paths through our our uh, times in comics. Mm-hmm. We're, we're coming back to another convergence point here. Uh, so definitely, I want to uh, che- keep on checking in with you on your comics progress. And also, when you have specific stuff that you love, like, like with Hickman's X-Men or, or something that's blowing your mind, um, I definitely want to check in with you and, and get get all of that out there to the world and get, uh, get some more eatenness in the world. Uh, we can always <laughs> use yeah. more. Um, so yeah, I think that's where we're at right now. And in, in uh, the current timeline um, in our multiverse. Now, let me ask you this, as far as like other comic book properties, other mediums animated or live action, have you been keeping up with any of the Disney plus stuff? have been I, I watched moon Knight um most recently i haven't watched miss marvel yet I, I do want to get on that uh that's one thing that's been great about about kind of how we have changed media not we haven't media right. has changed how it how it sort of presents itself especially in the midst of the yeah. pandemic when that was going on as as hot and heavy as it was i think that really changed mm-hmm. entertainment as a whole um and it might end up having changed it for, if not the better, at least the more mm-hmm. accessible. Right. So you know you can you can go on to Disney Plus or or Amazon Prime, whatever it might be, uh, and and check out your your most recent show that you may have missed an episode or two. You can just binge the whole thing. It's really good. Um, I will say I I watched Invincible, yes. yeah. which I thought was I thought was yeah. really good. I I knew you was going to dig that as soon as I saw it. 
And then um, another one, which I don't know if you've seen, but it kind of plays to two of, uh, or to another one of my loves, which is Dungeons and Dragons, the uh, uh, Chronicles, or the, was it yes, Vox Machina? right. Um, I started the, that. Uh, Critical Role Vox, uh, Legend of Vox Machina yes, is fantastic. Yes, I started it, but I haven't. Uh, and there's a comic book based on that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. There are a few volumes of uh, called Vox Machina Origins, nice. which is fantastic. It comes out of Dark okay. Horse. Uh, it's really I good love too. those voice actors. But yeah, I love the multimedia stuff going on. Oh, I was going to say, I love those voice actors on Critical Role. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Uh, and I watch that I show think. as well when Thanks. it comes on. So, um, but it's it's interesting, the, the just sheer amount of content that's out there nowadays. Right. If, and you can you can kind of be you know, tangentially aware of a lot of stuff without be, on being on purpose. Right, right. Does that make sense? Like you're, you're aware of this and that, but I, I wanted to purposefully get back into comics and really try to dig into that side of it again. Yeah. Cause I think it's an, it's a, it's an art form that is fairly important. Um, even though it's just, you know, modern myths, I think that it's something that even though we have this digital platform now, I, I think, it doesn't need to go by the wayside. I think it needs to be around because that kind of stuff is going to stand the test of time, no matter how much, you know, life changes, how much our society changes, because we've had comic books for how long? And I mean, we're still here right. talking about it. You know, if you, if you look at the hieroglyphics back in ancient Egypt and stuff, that's it's pictures telling a sequential story. That's yes. what comics are. So I think it's something that is worthy of our attention, even in this digital world. I think there's something to be said for the the old format of a yeah. comic. And that's something that I want to preserve, pass down to my child. And I think it's going to be interesting when he's at an age where he's going to start reading. I was thinking about this the other day mm-hmm. when I was, I was just driving down the street and thinking about the way that he's going to perceive Iron Man, for example, is different than... I perceived Iron Man when I was growing up and he's going to think it was sure. always like that. Just like when I was reading Spider-Man in the nineties, right. I was like, Oh, he was always like this. He was always with Mary Jane and nothing ever changed. Um, so I, right. I just think, I just find that idea fascinating that as we progress and, and age, uh, the, the characters are also changing. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's really cool that, um, you know, eventually there's going to be somebody who is going to find out Peter Parker was Spider-Man and going to be surprised by it because all they maybe maybe all they right, know is Miles, right. uh, which mm-hmm. is which is awesome to me. There are some people that would sort of decry that. I don't I don't see that. I think you know it's it's progress and that's yeah. what happens, uh, and that's fine uh, as long as the stories are good. I don't care about that kind of thing. Um, I was having this conversation with another friend of mine mm-hmm. about wrestling, and there's a wrestler in uh in aew right now and eddie kingston one of my favorite favorite wrestlers and i was watching a match with uh him the other night and it was it was a really good match back and forth and the crowd was into it and they were chanting eddie and i thought it was so i thought that was interesting of course when i say eddie you probably immediately think yes. of like eddie guerrero but whenever a kid watching this show that just came on a few weeks ago, here's eddie they're going to think about maybe eddie kingston something like that and it just it reminded me of how stuff changes over time and comics do too. There's always some backlash, but stuff has to change y'all. It just does. And I I just hope it's not, you know, when we change, we're not losing something because I think about 
some of the transitions between formats in movies and let's say from vhs to dvd to blu-ray not every movie is transferring over and, and getting you know and some things are getting lost in that transition and hopefully you know the archive process with comics is to the point where it's like okay we can always have these um around for my my son to read and, and his son to read or or his child um i would like to see that continue and i'd like to see that medium progress sure and it's also i find it interesting the balance of legacy characters versus new creations like miles morales and seeing that mm -hmm. you know how is he going to look at, like you said, Peter Parker, Spider-Man versus, oh, no, when I think Spider-Man, I think Miles Morales. You know, I wonder what, what that's going right. to be and, and what other mediums are going to shape him um, in the future. Because, like I said, with Iron Man, right. that t totally was the MCU. The live-action Iron Man reinvigorated the comics, you know, made him a force in the comics. Mm -hmm. And then now it's like people think of him as the, the center of the MCU – but it wasn't like that in the comics, you know, up to that point. So I find all of that stuff fascinating. Right. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's it's like I was saying just a moment ago, uh, your son, when he's, he's you know, our age, maybe maybe his quote-unquote Iron Man, maybe it's Iron Heart, maybe it's, you know, right. Riri Williams, or maybe it's somebody else that we don't even, hasn't even been exactly. invented yet. We don't know. Uh, I, there are people who think that's a bad thing. I, I'm not. I think oh, it's yeah. kind of cool. A hundred percent. I just find that to be, you know, just and and you, I think, are exactly like me in that you love just storytelling, whether it's on a podcast, somebody's just, yeah. um, you know, through orally or if you're reading it on a page, if you're watching a movie, if you're playing a video game, you're interacting with the narrative, mm -hmm. uh, but just narrative Absolutely. and storytelling in general is the bottom line that's what we're here for um yeah. in all formats so and even in your dungeons and dragons you know or if you're creating the story or you're part of the story that's just something that it all comes down to storytelling like that's what it is when you take it, it does. at the end of the day yes even wrestling right. yeah it's it's all storytelling uh and the human you know Humans need stories. That's why we have myths and legends. It's why we have religions. It's why we uh, tell stories of our of our ancestors that have gone on and our relatives who have passed away. And we tell it to people who in our family who never knew those people. But we tell those stories because we have to tell stories. That's just it's important. Yeah. So I think um, the legacy of Chris Eaton is important and the legacy of storytelling is important. Um, I'm very happy that you have joined me on this ride. And like I said, I'm glad that we converged again because it was a couple of years where we were out and about. And I was actually wondering about you a couple of times. I was like, man, I wonder what Eaton's up to. And I didn't have a way of just necessarily reaching out to you directly. Um, so I'm glad right. that we have kind of hooked up again. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, life life takes some weird left and right turns sometimes and you kind of have to go off and do your own thing for a while and, you know, come back together. And, and it's, it's really cool because that in itself, there's, oh, yeah. there's a story there. You know what I mean? There always is. So it goes back to what we're talking about, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, 
I, I, I'm glad to bring some big largeness yeah. to the comic book kaiju. Uh, you know, I, I love that show. I love uh, hearing you and and Seabury and Hunter talk about comics, and I'm going to be yeah. stoked and to be we're, part of that. Um, we're trying to figure out the 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 vehicle for you because Seabury and Hunter both, you know, we're all good friends. We all um, have a history together. We're all connected to Memphis. And actually, that's something with the comic book kaiju. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at our logo, which Hunter created, he wanted it to have the Memphis skyline. The kaiju are going over the Memphis skyline mm-hmm. because we're all kind of connected to that city. So it's I'm, right. I'm glad that you're um, coming along for this ride. But uh, like I said, we're trying to figure out the best uh, vehicle for you so that we can all kind of get a good discussion going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, whether it be books of the month or the weekly review stuff, I'm I'm here for it. Whatever, um, whatever we want to do. Uh, I think I'm just excited to be able to talk to somebody about comics again. You know, get back into it and and try to sort of I don't know maybe 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 the the audience here will enjoy listening to us. Uh, yeah, go on. And about hopefully, them. yeah. Let's hope like so. Said, anyway, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a comment down below. Let us know what do you want to hear Chris Eaton talk about. Um, we will definitely look at all of the comments and go th- and take that as constructive. Um, so we very much appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen. Um, if you would be so kind, don't forget to let everyone know in your family who is a comic book fan. This is just like we're at the comic shop talking. So share us with your friends and family that like comic books. Um, If you can leave us a five-star review in Apple podcasts or Spotify, that definitely helps us get spread. It's almost like that puts us in the algorithm, pushes us up, uh, lets more people know about the comic book Kaiju. Uh, But you can always find us wherever your podcasts are found. You can find us here on YouTube or if you're um, into other comics or other podcasts, I should say, we have a podcast network over at geeksotospeak.com slash network. We've got a Star Trek podcast called Trek and Logical. We've got a video game podcast called The Sandbox Gamers. Um, you are currently listening to the comic book Kaiju. And Geek, so to speak, even though it's um, currently, let's just say it's in retirement right now, uh, there are 200 episodes in the back catalog that you can go through. Mr. Chris Eaton. And all of them are yeah, all of them are fantastic. Uh, we would like to let everyone know where you can be found on the internet. Where is that? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris Eaton. Excellent. And I, I got in. Er- I got in early enough to not Chris Eaton four three two nine eight four two one. I Just also Chris got Eaton. in uh, pretty early on Vactor, and I guess there's like a trucking company that they're always tagging me. They're like the new Vactor truck is out, and I go, hey, <laughs> I tell them I'm not that. Uh, that's a different Vactor, wrong Vactor, but they still different do it Vactor. on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. But I was early enough um, that I was able to snag that handle. Uh, but excellent thank you very much my friend um i would like everyone to know that chris eaton loves comics and you should too geeks out